0: You know, I want to welcome everybody out to another great episode of Daily Dose of Discomfort. I'm your co-host, Ryan. And I'm Joel. And today we want to talk to you guys about direction. I want to kind of get into, you know, how, how, how do we figure out which direction we're going? Or what do we want out of life? You know, so many of us, so, 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 so many times are we just wrapped up in our own stuff in the moment our jobs, our lives, our girlfriends, our wives, our husbands, whatever that we kind of lose our general sense of direction. And sometimes we forget what path we're going down, what we were already working towards.
1: All right? What what's our purpose? What what was it that we really even set out to do? You know, why are we why are we where we are? Why are we here? You know, what's what's the goal? Where, I, where are we headed, I guess, even more importantly?
0: I've been struggling with that this this whole time. And, and, you know, me and you have had some conversations already about that. Me trying to figure out what is my future, like my main goal? What do I want out of life? And I've been trying to figure out, you know, is it a job? Do I need to be in a certain field in order to feel that sense of of worth, Um that my life is is worth the time that's being put into it even um i'm 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 trying to navigate through those waters and it's 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 so confusing one minute to the next i i'm not even sure that i'm on the right path
1: really. it is i mean and in, in especially if you have like a big uh a a big thing affect your life right um like like for me, like and, and something I've been struggling a lot with, especially this week, is like my arthritis, right? So before my arthritis started getting bad, it's been about two years now, I guess. It was always like I'm Joel, you know, like I'm always like I'm physically fit, like that's that's what I do, like I that's a huge part of my life. Is all the the physical things that I do. It's all my hobbies. It's all my interests. It's all my passions. And <clears throat> when my arthritis started getting bad, to where now. I don't like to say take it away from me, but it it felt like that. It felt like, okay, all of my interests and hobbies and passions were taken away from me. Uh, I'm trying to look at it in a more positive manner than that now. But, but now that those things are more difficult for me, or I can't enjoy those things or do those things as much, what is my direction? Who am I? What, you know, it, it really forced me to, to stop and, and, kind of try to find myself. And I still am like, I'm not going to lie to you or anyone else and say that I have found myself or have figured it out. I definitely have not. Um, but it's forcing me to try to try a lot harder than what I was.
0: Yeah. It, there's definite for me as well. You know, when, when my sister uh, passed away, you know, back in April, there is, um, that was a, that was a moment for me. Obviously there was a, a ton of grief and, There was a long period of time where I wasn't even thinking about future. None of that mattered. I was in the moment. But because it was such a a tragic death so early in our life, it made me start to think a lot about my own life and how I'm spending it and what I want out of it. it. It got my mind going towards, okay, so where we're at right now, is this where we we feel comfortable being do are, are we happy being here and is are we happy doing this for the long term do i want to continue on this path do i feel fulfilled in in my chosen profession right now do i feel like i'm adding value to humanity through what i'm doing do i feel that my life is worth something right now like it's if scary i just
1: do that because you might not always like the answer. It's like you stop and you really start to think like that. It's like, you know, am I? I mean, for me, I wasn't. For me, I was very. I was like, like what? I spent my whole life just with no real sense of direction. It felt like, and so now it's like I feel forced, forced to, in a sense, or or at least I want to now. And it, it was a, it was, it's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to keep doing and, and try to figure out.
0: Yeah. So for for me, it's been it's been a journey of of my mind trying to figure out what what direction I'm going to navigate because I always take it all on at one time instead of just kind of biting it off smaller. Even though I should, it's a lot more manageable to take your life in smaller increments. But what I like to do is just change it all at one time. I like to just completely remake myself. So. Trying to figure out where where do I feel like I could add value? What am I passionate about? You know, in order to start to cor- course correct the ship, uh, get get going in, in, in the right direction again. And what I am starting to find out about myself is that I am I am afraid to course correct because I am afraid of of the change, even though I embrace so much change in my life. You know, physically, mentally, spiritually. There's there's a few constants that I am, I don't want to say deathly afraid of, but it gives me a lot of pause. It gives me a lot of cause of concern to to accept the idea that I'm going to have to get uncomfortable in order to feel like I am adding value. Um, that I am doing something that, that can benefit somebody that's not myself. And
1: you want to feel validated. You want, you want to feel validated about what you're doing. You want to maybe have pride about what you do or feel, feel proud to talk about what you're doing with your life, uh, whether it's personally or professionally. Um, and it's hard to, it's hard to consider that it's hard to consider that you're, that you're, you are that you you do not have that now say, like, okay, well, if I don't have that now, then how do I get that? And then if, if if you have trouble finding how to get that, you know who do you who do you reach out to to, to help you find that?
0: Great questions, uh, and and and, and i really the answer is I, I feel like the people around you that you're seeing success that, that's a great place to start. If you are, if you have people in your circle, you know those 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 friendships, those relationships, like we were talking about last week. If if you are surrounding yourself with people that are either working towards the same goal or a similar goal, self-benefit, whatever. Um, those people should be able to at least help you make sense of the thoughts that you're having in your head, maybe help you kind of course correct a little bit, tell you the things that maybe help them get back on track. You should be able to rely on your circles.
1: Yeah, and we talked about that last week with relationships in regards to how you let others affect you. Well, on the flip side of that, uh, if you're in a position where you have a friend or you have uh, someone that you know personally who you can see that they are struggling, um, don't don't be afraid to reach out to them. You know, a- ask them if if you can help them, if you can help give them some guidance. Maybe you're seeing them go through something that you've been through personally, um, or or just something from the outside looking in. It can be easier to recognize things and problems. So don't don't be afraid to reach out to, to those in your circle on the flip side and give them guidance too. I,
0: I, think, I, th- I think a lot of times, you know, uh, very much so in myself, we can get all, almost, you know, dogmatic in, in, in our belief system, not, not just, you know, spiritually, but in, in the idea that this is the way. You know, just like the Mandalorian says, this is the way. And they don't know any other way to be because that is the way. So if you've seen a thing, you've seen a path, this is how you get there, you've already seen it done, you might feel like this is the only way to do it. This is the only way to get there, and and you're afraid to deviate from the the playbook for success that you've already seen. But there's, I hate to use the phrase, more one way to skin a cat. I definitely do know that. Even though the skin skinning a cat disgusting, definitely more than one way to do that, it. That I'm a sure. gross expression. It really is. <laughs> it should change that one. Um, But there's there's more than one way to do a lot of things. So if if the maybe the goal is still the same, you know, you haven't changed that that idea. Maybe you can still get there by changing the path and still feel the fulfillment as you're going through that. Maybe you can say, okay, I. Maybe schooling is not for you to get to this chosen field, but maybe there's a way that you can do these kind of trainings to, to get there, whatever,
1: whatever that is. And and think about too, like why you are taking the direction that you are. Think about what caused you to start taking that direction and was it for the right reasons? So, and, and this is something a lot of people go through. Like I'm not the first one to mention this. Uh, maybe your parents encouraged you or persuaded you to take a certain career path or to behave a certain way, and even though it's not really what you want or what you know, what would make you happiest, you're, you're choosing to continue down that direction, continue down that path for the validation or or approval of your of your parents, your family, things like that. So that's why it's so important to stop and, and really think about. Are you getting the most out of that? Is that something that, that you feel is benefiting yourself and, and those around you in the best way possible?
0: Yeah. Is, is, it, is it for you or is it for others? You know, right. what, what are you doing it for? And, and I feel for, both can be valid. You know, you can do yeah. charity. I mean, th- that's a great thing to do. You're not doing that for your benefit. You want to do that to help people. It does make you feel good, but you do it for them. And if you're doing it for you, you're doing it for selfish reasons. I'd still rather you do it regardless, you know, something like that, because of how beneficial it is, re- whether or not you're doing it just to to, to fit your own urges um, or you're doing it to help somebody, at least the, the benefit is still there. But it is very important that we evaluate the why and, we're and doing I'm things.
1: I'm more guilty of this than most people. So, like, you know, I have to have a nice car and I have to have a nice house. Am I really doing that for me or am I doing that because I want to be perceived by others as being successful?
0: Which is funny to me because you kind of remind me more of like a Taoist, somebody that just <laughs> for the longest time, I don't need any of that stuff. A couch? Who needs a couch? I have a floor.
1: So I'm, un- I'm unusual. Like I-, I would have the nice car and the nice house with nothing in it. Nothing. I'm completely a minimalist. I, I-, I really don't like having things. do not even
0: own plates or cups.
1: Right. But, uh, but then on the flip side, <clears throat> when I'm driving around, I want them to, Oh, look at that. You know, that guy's got a, a really nice new car. Uh, he must have his, his things together. You know, he, he must be successful. Whatever he's doing, he must be making a lot of money. He must be, you know, he you know, he has the direction all figured out, but then you get to my house and then, like you said, when, when we first knew each other, I don't hardly have any plates or cups or, or, or silverware because I I really don't want things. I really don't care about money or having things. But for some reason, I chose to be obsessed with the perception through the car that I had or maybe the apartment that I lived in like where, where I was successful. I, I, th-
0: I think the reason is validation. So we, we want to feel validated in our decisions and, and whatever they are. We want to feel like we are on the correct path. And so for you, for me, for a lot of people, you know, you can find that validation through things, outward expressions of wealth. So if we have a nice house, then somebody can look at you and say, well, he, he congratulations. And you can feel that elation in yourself that of accomplishment. You you can rest a little bit on the laurels that you've done the thing, you've accomplished the thing. But like, like you said, on the inside of that house, there was nothing there. Because you didn't honestly care as much about it. You, you just wanted the validation of it. Having the things on the inside wouldn't be validated. Nobody would see those. Nobody's going to see the inside of the car. They're going to see the exterior. Nobody's going to see the inside of your house unless you're inviting them in. They're going to see the exterior. So you can get the congratulations on the appearance of the thing, but there's no substance
1: so that's, that's me not being true to myself and, and realizing that I, I, I really don't care about those things.
0: Right, the truest expression of, of Joel is, is more in that minimalist approach and, and in the, the success that's achieved through not stuff but experience, connection. You know, to you, and, and I feel that was very true, you wanted the connection, that was what was important to you, not the things. And for a lot of us, it, it is the things. I, I like to fill my house with stuff. I don't want it to feel empty.
1: And, and there's nothing wrong. Just to be clear on that. There's nothing wrong with having things. I mean, there's, and there's nothing wrong with not having things, right? To a degree, or you don't be you don't be greedy or let it literally run your life. So there's nothing wrong with with either way. But it's it's about the direction and being true to yourself of what. What's actually going to benefit you what do you get the most benefit out of
0: in a conversation with my cousin last night he we were kind of diving deep into some things and and he he basically said look at your life in the moment and see if what you're doing is for your benefit or for your detriment and if it's and if it's to the detriment it's time to cut it out if it's for the benefit, do more of it, whatever that is. Add to the things that add to your life. Take away from the things that are detracting from your life.
1: What's and, that show? Uh, does it spark joy? If not, throw it away. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. Right. Exactly. And, and 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 that can't occur for a lot of people without doing some course correction. Because if you're not if you're not doing the course, and that's where the fear comes in, because we get complacent in our moment. You know, I, I heard something, I was listening to a podcast, Rich Roll yesterday, and they were really talking about the well, the the guy in particular that he was interviewing was talking about his progression into um his chosen career path, which was, you know, physical fitness now. But what he was originally doing was was, you know, selling some machinery and whatnot. And he got dependent on that. So through the the money. You you get dependent on it. You add stuff. You put more things in, and you get more dependent on the money. And then you, you get more things, and then more dependent. And then it's just this cycle back and forth where these you are can't the things, things. You Let go those things, right? And and then exactly them. now you're you're locked in. Now you now you're so dependent on it. It's a house of cards.
1: Right. There's you no room this for a Nice thing, and now you want the newer, nicer thing. You have to have the newest model or the most recent update to that thing. It's like our, uh, you know, our cell phones are a good example of that. Have to go get the. I mean, not that you or I specifically are like that, but a lot of people have to have the newest phone that comes out every year, every year. So you're you're constantly paying all this money to keep your phone upgraded, and they and they do it that way intentionally. I mean, they 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 slow them down. They make it difficult to enjoy it if you don't uh, constantly upgrade it. Um, but it's important to try and let go a little bit. I was the extreme of that where I. I had nothing, you know, I would, I would go through once every week or once every month and I would go through my apartment and I would try to find things that I wasn't using or that I didn't need right at that moment. And I would just donate them or or give them away or or throw it away. So that's a little bit extreme, but I think there's, there's some good takes in that where it's, it's okay to let go of things. It's it's okay to have enough without having too much, or, or at least to become aware of how little you actually need. I think that's an important thing is is to realize that you don't need nearly as much as what you think you need
0: and, and not only realizing what you what you don't need sometimes you need to realize you know if if the path that you're taking is what you don't need mm-hmm. it, it's It's not always about stuff, and for me that's what I'm really coming to the understanding of is that i'm not being truthful to me. the reason why i'm not happy in the field that I'm in is because it's not truthful to Ryan. It's, it's not, and it's never going to be truthful to me, no matter how many times I try to convince myself of it.
1: You you chose that probably because of the, maybe the comfort, maybe the money.
0: Absolutely. Both.
1: Both, Well, that's usually what a career. I, I don't know the actual statistic of it, but I'm sure that it's a high percentage of careers are chosen through, Income and convenience or yeah, comfort.
0: And but if if I if I continued on this career path, the question that I want to keep asking myself is: if in in ten, fifteen, twenty years, if I'm going to look back on this and I'm going to feel fulfilled, am I going to feel like I wasted my life, or that I lived it to my full potential? And we have to have jobs. You know, we can't all be have this idealist mentality of. You know, I'm just gonna travel, I'm gonna do this and and you know I don't need money uh, you know, for the bulk of us, you know especially if you've got children and whatnot there there's a certain you know um, amount that you've you've got to bring in in order to to maintain something
1: yeah It's not realistic to think that you can just travel the world in a van and have experiences your whole life.
0: but you don't don't get so wrapped up into the idea that this is it for you. You know how many people have told me? that i'm too old to to go back to school right now i'm 34 years old but are telling me currently you're too old to go back to school to to go learn a new field you're too you're too invested in your your career path already of sales and management to change that i'm 34 years old if if you're telling me that by the time that i'm just now hitting my stride i'm too old to change it well, what was the point of this to begin with, and why weren't the people that were helping me grow through life a lot more expressive that you have an extremely <laughs> limited period of time to figure this out, and so you better do it quickly because you're
1: yeah, quick, better do it and you're like between the ages of twenty three and twenty eight or else like you're, you're done. just forget it, just resign yourself to what you're doing <laughs> in
0: a, yeah, exactly, in a period of time where you have the least typically. You know, if, if I looked at my life at 20 versus my life at 30, I have dramatically more at 30 than I did at 20. And I hope mm-hmm. at 40 to have a lot more than I did at 30 and continue that through my whole life. So if, if, we, if we see the, the growth that's in there, how can we ever expect this, this short period of time where you're going to be at your busiest trying to grow that you've, you've had the opportunity or the knowledge or the wisdom to have figured it out?
1: This because should, I don't have it figured out now. Should, this should be when you should start to change. Now you're not. It's you're not. It's not too late to change. If anything, it's the best time to change. You have, you have more resources available to allow you to change, whether it be through income that you've saved, knowledge or experience that you've learned. I mean, this is the time to change, or at least consider changing to explore new things. I think.
0: And, and but I think the fear of making a that, mistake. And you
1: hear a lot of people say that. A lot of people say, "Oh, travel when you're young." Travel when you're young. Do this when you're
0: young. Try these things. No, screw that. With what that. money? With what? Mo- I mean, I I wasn't a trust fund baby. There was no way at 21, you know, with with a kid that I was going to be able to travel. I was working a job making you know seven twenty five an hour. I right. think at, at 21, and mm-hmm. and taking care of you know a wife and a child. That was a difficult time in my life. I didn't have time to explore what. What I wanted out of life, I was forced to make decisions to survive. That was, that was survival time, 20 to maybe 28 for me. I I just was, was trying to survive in the world. And now I have the opportunity to think and reevaluate. I'm not, I'm not trapped into a moment where my, my, you know, if I made the wrong decision today, I would still be okay tomorrow but back then if i made the wrong decision one day my whole life would have got turned upside down for the negative mhm so but but now people are so quick to tell me in a time where i can take a risk it's too late it's too late you should have done that and failed back then
1: right you should have known you should have known back when you didn't know what to try or not try
0: Right. It's like uh, for, for, I guess for everybody that missed the boat on Netflix stock, you know, when Netflix first became a public company, I guess you should just never buy stock.
1: It's too late now. You missed your chance to buy Netflix. To buy a good
0: stock. So I guess don't buy any stock at this (laughs) point because you're too old. Why would you want to buy stock now? You know, you missed Amazon. Look at how valuable Amazon is versus how cheap it was when it first came out. Never do it. I guess just never do it. So, where do, I don't understand the mentality. Are these, I think for a lot of these people, these were people that were afraid to change the direction. They they got locked into the direction and now what they know is the direction that you choose from that age is the only direction you're ever going to be able to go down. So accept it and the quicker you can accept that, the quicker you can move on with your life and stop feeling less fulfilled.
1: I think, I think I've said this before, I don't want to like reiterate too often, but I think that when people say things like you're too old to go to school, Uh, do these things when you're young, I think that comes from a place of maybe not selfishness, but maybe fear or maybe just their own lack of understanding. So so because they are not able to do those things or they didn't do those things, they, they want to, they want, they don't want others to experience things that they can't or that they didn't.
0: I think it's projection to, to me. That's the, a lot of the way that I feel is that it's projection. I feel like they're projecting their fear of failure on you. Yeah, And similar to a lot of things, you know, or just think about the, the, you know, anything that you were told as a child, you could be dogmatic about if you're convinced of it. You know, like, children aren't born racist. That's a, that's a taught behavior. But once it's ingrained in you enough, from childhood it becomes your reality doesn't mean you can't change it it's going to be a lot more difficult though to change that it's going to take a lot of effort to change that a lot of exposure to change that yeah. but but to put a limit on that that would never be done like my grandfather was was racist well into his 60s you know i was a i was 12 13 bringing over you know my friends that that were different races being told that they had to leave because they weren't white and I just kept exposing him I would bring them over and they would be there till he would get there and then you know my grandmother would be like hey well, they got to leave because you know your grandfather and then eventually she stopped coming in there and then it would just be before you know bedtime hey it's time for them to leave and then you know on the weekends because you know kids you know spend the night and whatnot Eventually, you know, maybe my friend Adam would fall asleep over there, and then we would get woke up in the middle of the night, oh, you got to take Adam to the house. You know, now this is around the time that I'm like 16 or whatever, and, you know, all my friends, and we were just having fun playing video games and whatnot, and eventually that just stopped happening. And then one morning, she came in there and said, hey, breakfast is ready. Hmm. I'm like, breakfast for everybody? She was like, yeah, (laughs) breakfast for everybody. Wake Adam up. It's breakfast time. So now we went from a time where he wasn't even allowed in the house to a time where he's having breakfast cooked for him.
1: Right, he's being fed. Yeah. So and, I mean, and this awesome.
0: was in his sixties. So there, there, I could have condemned that. I could, you know, you could have, you could have said that there, there was no opportunity for change there. But he course corrected. He saw that this was the direction that life was moving in and that he could either stand in front of the, the dam that just broke with his arms out wide, trying to stop the flood of water, or he could get out of the way and and live a more accepting and peaceful life. And he chose that direction. And so why is it that I need to now try to block the torrent of, of, of water that is, you know, my fulfillment? Why do I need to try to stop that and say, no, this is as good as it gets for you, Ryan. It's never going to get better. You're never going to get more enjoyment out of it. Why do I have to say that now at 34? Why does this have to be my new reality? Why can't I course correct? And I think we would both say right now, well, of course you can. You don't have to listen to people in your life that are telling you you can't do anything. I've literally struggled my whole life. With somebody telling me I can't do something and then me saying, okay, watch, not only will I do it once, I'll do it twice. I'm going to show you what I can do. I don't put limits on myself. I don't even say that I can't do the thing until I've tried it. And even then when I fail sometimes at the thing that I'm doing, I say, well, I can do it again. I mean, the the first time I benched 225, I had failed at benching 225 a bunch of times before with you.
1: I think I think I watched you fail at it many times.
0: A lot. I had to fail at it a bunch of times before. Eventually, it went to my chest, and then it went back up to the rack,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then I was able to do two, and then I was able to do three, and so on and so forth. But I had to prove to myself that I could do it first before I could prove to somebody else, and that and that 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 belief had to come before I could even do it. I had to know in my head that I could accomplish it before I ever did it.
1: Right. But, and then think of how important that support was there. So if I wasn't there spotting you with that 225 on that first time and you just got trapped beneath it maybe like hurt yourself, you'd probably be less likely to, uh, to go for it again. True. If you had a, right. If you had a really, so me spotting you and, and use that in other aspects of life. Don't be afraid to reach out to someone who's going to be more positive. So you you've got one person tells you you can't do that. You're too old to change careers. You're too whatever to do anything. Find someone else who's who's going to lift, who's going to uplift you instead of instead of bring you down. Find someone else who's going to encourage you to try different things in a responsible way. Like if I told you tomorrow, hey, I'm going to start training for the Olympics, uh, it would be okay to tell me uh, you know, in the hundred meter dash, it would be okay to tell me, Joel, you don't have the genetics to win the hundred meter dash. There are some things that are not feasible, but you could encourage me to, well, Hey, instead of training for the hundred meter dash, the Olympics, why don't we work on just getting the best time possible for you? Why don't we find things that you can do that you can compete in that would, that would benefit you and, and give you a better sense of purpose, you know? So that those the people around you make such a huge impact in in failures and then and then trying again F-
0: find, finding somebody that that not only is going to do the encouragement aspect of it but like you said also help to pick you up maybe through the failure it, it, utmost importance it, it, having that that community in there helps us maintain our direction because sometimes we lose sight of what we're doing. I could fail at that two twenty five. You would never let me just stop and say that. Okay, I guess it's not achievable for me. You would have never done that. No. You would have said, "Okay, you just failed at this time, man. We're gonna come back to it next week. We're gonna get it eventually. Yeah, it's going to happen."
1: Scenario, I had I had more experience than you at that at that time. You know, I was like, like you know, that was good. You you had some good control with it, some good form. Uh, just keep working at it. Here here's some things you could do. Uh, do some work with some dumbbells, or do some work with some lighter weight, to help get you to that point where you can do it. So you leaned on, on maybe my experience to help you achieve that particular goal and to stay on that direction and stay on that path.
0: Yeah, and 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 absolutely, and and that was all beneficial, and it and it really it helped me feel like there was some support there, so that I could take bigger risks. And just like you know squatting, you can do it. You do it by yourself. You, you don't need spotters now. Once you get you know into the really really heavy weights, you, you typically will have some people there to help out. But they have safety bars on on the cages, and mm-hmm. when you have that safety net there, you feel like you can take a bigger risk. So it is important for us to set those up in our minds to. Or, or, you know, physically, whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish to feel like there's some semblance of of safety there. But if there's not at the same time, you sometimes you just have to take the risk no matter what it is. Uh, safety bars, friends, whatever, you can't be so afraid of the failure that you just enable it to say, well, I guess I just am not going to do any of it because I might fail. Because chances are, You will. And there was a bunch of times there where nobody was around. And I'm under that bar, you know, afterwards, going for that second rep of 225, not knowing if I was going to get it up. And it's not the smartest thing that I did it with nobody there. But it was also that fear of failure midway up that gave me the strength to finish pushing it to the top.
1: Right. Like, hey, I kind of have to do this right now. If I
0: don't, this is going to be bad. And and sometimes
1: unpleasant if I don't get this up exactly, it's no longer a choice. I have to succeed in this scenario.
0: Right. I put myself against the wall. I bet on myself, and it paid off. And and not every bet on yourself is going to pay off. And sometimes they're going to hurt if if you do fail. But if there's a lesson in there, and and that's that's what's up to us is to find that lesson through that failure. And. And keep course correcting you know maybe maybe what I tried in this course wasn't right, and so I got to steer back a little bit. but th- acknowledge the lesson. the failure is what taught you and now that's given you the information to continue to succeed on this path. So seeing that path, having people around you that can help keep you. You know, going in this this direction, finding people that are on a common direction as you, mm-hmm. even if it's not the same field. You know, maybe maybe you want to get into fitness, uh, but you don't want to be you know a personal trainer, for instance. It would still be beneficial to surround yourself with maybe some personal trainers because they're in your field. You're in a common direction, so maybe you want to be a a group fitness trainer, for instance knowing these people are still going to still going to benefit you it's still going to help you and it's still going to push you to propel so maintaining direction acknowledging when maybe we're getting off course and also not being afraid biggest thing not being afraid to take a step in a direction
1: right and accept and accept when you've taken a step very much in the wrong direction and, and accept that it's okay to to head back down that path you know go back from where you came and then try to diff- and try a different one it's, it's okay to to have that don't view it as wasted time just view it as more experience and more knowledge and use that to benefit you in the new path the new direction that you take
0: let's go get some some experiences that, that 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 being key, I feel like this week for our listeners, for ourselves, let's make sure that we're we're getting those experiences in our directions. Good, bad, or indifferent. Let's do some stuff. Let's let's take a risk on ourselves. Let's let's add to our lives. Let's sit down for a minute and figure out if what we're doing today is helping us or hindering us. Or they is it adding to my life? Or is it taking away? And if, if it's taking away, I think you know what, what you need to start working on.
1: Yeah, start working on getting, start working on getting uncomfortable and, uh, you know, finding a better direction, finding a better path.
0: So we're all about, you know, making sure that we're, we're putting ourselves in uncomfortable situations every day so that we can continue to grow as people. It's the name of the game. I appreciate everybody for tuning in today to another episode of Daily Dose of Discomfort, and hope you all have a great week. Let's get
1: it. See you next week, guys.